1: If you don't already have the app on your smartphone
0: or tablet, download it now from vision.org.au slash app. vision.org.au slash app. Vision. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. It's time to catch up with Christian cultural commentator Bill Muhlenberg. He's back with us today from beautiful Melbourne. It's great to uh, have you on the line today. Bill, how are you, mate?
1: Hey, very well. Always good to be with you.
0: I was down in your neck of the woods about a week ago and uh, visited Mm. Crossway Baptist Church in Melbourne. They do a lot of work down there with the homeless.
1: What a great ministry, hey? Yes, no, absolutely. But you didn't look me up when you were here. You should have, uh, you know, (laughs) given me a call. I could have taken out for a coffee and all the rest I feel guilty now. Scandal. Maybe you, next you time. You should. You should. Maybe okay. next
0: time. <laughs> now, Bill, it's always great to catch up with you and uh, see some of the hot topics that you've been tackling. And uh, I know you're always publishing some great blogs. Uh, while I was in Melbourne, there was a lot of news I noticed, mm. and it's still in the, the national news now, about uh, the uh, Liberal Party in Victoria and uh, a particular. Uh, member of the Liberal Party named Moira Deeming. Uh, she's uh, had a bit of a, a bad run in the in the press recently. Uh, what's your, what's your take on uh, the the media coverage from Moira recently?
1: Yes, well, it's been quite a. A big uh, affair here, as you say, not just Victoria, but I think nationally and even beyond. Uh, there has been others reporting on this story, uh, a sad story in many ways. Moira is a, well, she's a friend. I know her. She's a Christian, a conservative, uh, which always is a bit risky in today's climate. And she's a member uh, recently elected. Of the uh, Liberal Party here in Victoria, but because she is a conservative, she's pro-life, pro-family, pro-women and children, uh, because she's all these things and speaks out on them, uh, sadly, some of the Liberal Party leadership, which isn't uh, so keen on these issues, uh, they come uh, and get into a bit of a, a bun fight now and then. So as you may, your listeners may have heard, uh, there was a Let Women Speak rally held not that long ago. So Moira was there. A uh, Visiting Speaker was there as well. Uh, mostly concerned about, you know, how we're harming women and children, especially with the radical trans revolution. So, yeah, she spoke and said, you know, we can stand up for women. All the gains they've made over the past decades are being wiped out in many ways by this whole new madness that says any guy who all of a sudden thinks he's a woman can claim and be a woman. Uh, it doesn't really help those who've been struggling and fighting to have dignity and respect all their lives. So, anyways, that really blew up. Uh leader of the Liberal Party, John Basuto said, I'm going to expel you. We can't have people like you in our modern progressive Liberal Party. Uh, that's a worry when leaders say stuff like that. So, yeah, big fight. The way there's going to be a meeting earlier in the week to expel her, have a vote but things didn't quite turn out the way uh, Pasudo wanted them. He and a few others gave a short talk about how she has to go. Then one after another, some 10 liberal party members got up and defended Moira. Uh, Said, no, we need her in the party. She's a champion. She's championing women and children. And then Moira herself gave a speech, powerful speech, even drove other members to tears. Uh, because some neo-Nazis had gatecrashed this rally. Of course, they're trying to tar and feather her. So she had to say, look, I was uh, raped as a young child. My own uncle was a uh, Holocaust survivor who helped to raise me. So you know, I don't have, a obviously, a Nazi bone in my body, but they try to tar and feather her. So she gave this impassioned speech. Moved so many that in the end, they didn't even have the uh, vote to expel her. John went away. Pasuto came back, said, okay, well, you're suspended for 90 days. So that was the outcome. So basically, John Pasuto lost. Uh, She's still there. But still, even that treatment, that suspension was uh, scandalous, shameful. So. That's the story, and uh, quite a story it's been. A lot of people upset, a lot of Liberal Party members upset. uh, You know, this is, again, another indication. The Liberal Party seems to have lost its way.
0: And I I note in uh, your blog, you you posted there an interesting tweet uh, that uh, Rukshan Mm -hmm. Fernando posted. Mm -hmm. He said, a woman in the Iranian parliament was suspended for her position and political party for nine months for speaking in public about women's rights. Oh, wait, sorry, small typo. It's the Victorian Parliament in Australia and a member of the Conservative Liberal Party. Uh, Quite an ironic tweet, don't you think?
1: Uh, Very good. Very good tweet indeed. Uh, You know, we do expect, you know, places like Iran and other countries to have such a low view of women, To uh, get upset when they dare to speak out in public and stand up for women's rights. Uh, Sure, you know, Iran, other countries, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't get very far, but we wouldn't expect it here in Australia, in Victoria. So he was exactly right to make out this uh, humorous but sad connection. And, you know, we're going backwards. (laughs) We're not going forwards. The funny thing in these progressive, trendy types, whether in liberal or labor, they think they're making progress, but they're really taking us back. Uh, Children are not safe. Women are not safe. On so many fronts, whether it's abortion on demand, the radical trans agenda, the war on marriage and family, right? It's uh, it's looking grim indeed. All the great achievements of civilization that uh, really Christianity was involved in over the centuries. It's all being eroded right now. It's all being undone. By radical secular leftists, and it's a sad day when your supposedly conservative political parties are, you know, at the forefront of it. So it's, uh, yeah, I ended up doing three or four articles actually last week or two on this whole sad story, and uh, it's not over yet. Uh, as we say, 90 day suspension for Dean. Uh, What you're thinking about Christmas, and some are wondering, I think rightly, while uh, Deeming may well be back with us then at Christmas, you know, is John Basuto the leader of the opposition, will he still be around? A lot of angst, a lot of upset libs and others. In fact, I just walked the dog this morning, and some people were saying the very same thing. They're shocked at how uh, uh, Deeming was treated by the Liberal Party. There's just no opposition here in many states federally, well, we're losing an election after another, aren't we? New South Wales, Queensland, WA, Victoria, federally, uh, maybe the Liberal Party needs to regroup, go back to its roots, start standing up for family and for women and children, and maybe they do a lot better.
0: Yeah, I did see a map of Australia with all the, the red states in <laughs> I thought, well, I'm yeah, just gonna, yeah. I'm just gonna pray that it's the blood of Jesus that's the red over all the states <laughs> instead.
1: <laughs> Amen. I've, I've,
0: I've got a uh, philosophical question for you on that, Bill. I, I heard yeah. on a, a talkback radio station recently, I heard an announcer who is, quite well known for being leftist and woke. Yeah. And he made this interesting comment. He said, when it comes to all the, trans LGBT <laughs> issues of the day, he said. He actually said this. He said, I'm trying to be woke. I'm trying to be awake to the, the causes yeah. and the problems and the, the, the rights of, of this crowd. And I've got many yeah. friends who are LGBT and I love them. You know, he said, I'm trying to be woke. He said, but with all the rhetoric and all the, the changing of the way that we talk about them, all of the, the political speak, he said, all the things that are going on lately, he said, I just think they've gone too far. I think they mm-hmm, have, mm-hmm. and and when I heard this lefty <laughs> radio commentator yeah. say that, I was like, "Wow, this is interesting." I, I know this guy doesn't have any Christian belief at all, but but he was yeah. publicly yeah. stating that he thinks it's gone too far, and I yeah, thought yeah. This, this is interesting that mm-hmm. this is now part of the narrative. Like, you know, we we don't know what the right words are to use when we describe them these days. You know, how many letters do we? You know, yeah. and, and you know, and I'm yeah, trying uh, to be respectful and and and. And yeah. Christian and loving here as I'm saying this, but you know, when the secular world is saying they've gone too far, do yeah. you think there might be a little bit of pushback now, or do you think they're just going to keep going?
1: Uh, look, the activists will keep going. But, yeah, I think there is a pushback in uh, deeming herself, of course, in her speech, said, look, I've got, you know, homosexual friends. I've got trans friends and, and, and they support me. They support what I'm doing. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you have even people in the camp supporting you. Plus, there is uh, a number of, you know, it's not just. Uh, right-wing conservative fundamentalists who are pushing back. Uh, I wrote a piece the other day. You got... Uh, Pretty famous, uh, right? Non-Christians. In fact, atheists, Richard Dawkins. I think most people have heard of uh, Richard Dawkins. He just came out recently saying this whole trans thing is nonsense. You won't get it in science. You don't get it in genetics. You don't get it in biology. You know, you can push your agenda, but don't try to drag science into this because it won't work. Then, of course, you get others, J.K. Rowling and, uh, you know, the Harry Potter author, been getting a lot of flack. Because she, again, says, hey, we got to stand up for women. Just a guy putting on a dress, growing his hair, putting on lipstick, identifying as a female, that doesn't make you a woman. And that's harming women, whether it's in sporting events, right, where women are being canceled by guys who are obviously, uh, they're no match for these guys if they come in just you name it, Uh, men identifying as women being sent to women's prison. Guess who's being attacked in prisons? Children being exposed to men in bathrooms, right? This whole trans thing is madness. It's a war on women and children, and thankfully, some people with brains don't have to be a Christian, don't have to be conservative. If you can get a Richard Dawkins, if you can get all these others standing up. In fact, I think I just saw uh, yesterday... um, famous tennis player, right? Martina Navarrete. Lova, who is she? She's a lesbian, but she came out I believe and said, you know, this whole trans thing is wrong. We can't go in this direction. So when you get all these people, including uh, clearly non-Christians and those who are you know, in the various sexual camps, uh, well, this should give us a bit of hope. There's a pushback. There's a fight back. There's a resistance. This madness has gone way too far. It really is time for people to stand up, speak out, and uh, sadly too many Christians have been a bit too silent, a bit too quiet, if you can get pagans, right? Atheists speaking out, um, this is wrong, this is not right, we need to do better by our women and children. Hey, let's get some Christians speaking up as well.
0: And, you know, you and I have spoken about this before, Bill. You know, I've interviewed a number of people over the years that are ex-gay, that have got incredible transformation stories who are mm-hmm. um, now living either monogamous lifestyles or they're married or that you know and they 've got an incredible testimony of being set free from uh the struggles yeah. they were going through uh, and I think yep. we need to celebrate those stories and we need to be praying and uh sharing a message of hope for those uh, that are struggling with those issues uh you know particularly the the younger generation. Uh, such an important topic. Well, Bill, it's, it's, it's good to tackle that uh, first blog with you. Let's move on to another one of your blogs that I was uh, enjoying this morning. I had a good read of this one. You've, you've written another blog called Righteous Indignation, and uh, you, you made, there, made a comment there that, you know, Christians are meant to mirror Jesus. If he loved righteousness and hated iniquity, then we believers should do the same. We should love what God loves and weep over what God weeps and we should be indignant over what God is indignant over. His concerns should be our concerns. Just unpack this uh, topic for us a little bit with you, mate.
1: Yeah, well, I guess it pretty well ties in, right, (laughs) what we just spoke about, right? Where are the Christians? Why aren't we, you know, if we can get a a Richard Dawkins indignant and upset about the clear injustice and the wrongness of uh, things like radical trans revolution, well, as we just said, why can't and why shouldn't Christians be doing the same? And uh, we are called to reflect our Lord. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we tend to have a, oh well, sometimes unbalanced for you. We say God is love, absolutely, 100%. So let's mirror the love of God. However, in fact, I just had a comment come into my website by uh, somebody saying, oh, you're, you're just, you know, intolerant and hateful, and you just read the Old Testament. Why don't you read the New Testament? Well, uh, I mean, I, as I said to her, look, the God of Old Testament is the same, exactly, as the God of the New Testament, and guess what do you find? You find both a God fully of love, God of mercy, God of grace in both Testaments, but you also find a just God, a holy God, a God who, well, as Scripture says, he's angry sin every day. Uh, he will judge wickedness. He will judge unrighteousness. If we don't bow the knee now, right, there is future judgment. Judgment coming. So, this is the God with whom we have to do. We can't just pick and choose those attributes that we want to run with. We either take the whole package or we take none. So, yeah, if we see pagans getting upset about injustice, women and uh, children treated so badly, in a sense, well, because they are made in God's image, right? They may be non Christians, but they're made in God's image. They even share in some of God's heartbeat. They don't like injustice, they don't like when women and children and others are treated so badly So obviously, we as Christians, come on, we should be doing the same. We should have that same heartbeat. Sure, as you just said, we need to give these guys hope. So whether it's ex-homosexuals, and there's this whole thing on the trans agenda, right, called de-transitioners, those who transitioned realize they made a huge mistake, are suffering greatly, and now they're de-transitioning. They're trying to get out of the mess they made for themselves. Again, they're invisible people as well. The media doesn't tell us us about them. We never hear their stories, but we need to, and uh, that's where the hope comes in. There is hope. There is healing. There is a way to get restored and get right with God. So, uh, yeah, a little bit of passion, uh, including on occasion, a bit of righteous indignation, uh, I think, could go a long ways.
0: Absolutely. Well, it's a great blog and uh, encourage people to... uh, Search up Bill Muhlenberg Culture Watch and check out the blogs. And uh, I do love your Facebook stuff. I'm, I'm regularly uh, sharing that as well. So good to uh, hear how you're pointing people back to the Word of God and to, you know, the, uh, the truth of, of what Jesus said as well. I just love uh, your blogs. Uh, really appreciate your time today, Bill. Thanks so much for joining
1: us. Thanks again, Matt.